1: Welcome to the Lynx Magazine Golf Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Grayland Loomis, and I'm joined, as always, by co-host Ian Kreitzer. Ian, good afternoon. How's it going?
0: Doing very well. We're finally in back in AC and, uh, and cooling down a little bit from the... Uh a hot but awesome day at one of our new favorite golf courses. I think that's safe to say. Right, now,
1: this has been a theme. Sorry, I'm jumping here. The no AC. I think, I, I, I think I, we've I, I talked know, about I it every it's, single podcast. We
0: do, but this one's different. I'm talking about my car. Like my car still doesn't have AC. We're whatever. not talking
1: about the office. We're not talking about the office. Has broken AC,
0: but the room you know here has AC. We're good, but uh, we had a hot day. Today, walking eighteen
1: at the Aiken Golf Club, yes, which was fantastic.
0: Yes, so it was we really are good. currently
1: in Aiken, and a, for those that are listening to to all of the episodes, we are we just recorded kind of day one of our South Carolina road trip, and we were so impressed by Aiken today, and both the town, but mainly the golf course, uh, that we decided we weren't going to just kind of gloss over it in this episode. We were going to devote an entire episode just to Aiken golf club. And th- this won't be a super long one. Um, but we needed more, more time yeah. than just stretching out that South Carolina road trip episode to being way too long.
0: Totally agree. And this was a total audible today too. like, I think halfway through the round we were like, this, this needs to
1: be its own. This needs
0: its own thing. Cause yeah. it's so cool. Like such a cool history. Um, I mean, yeah, so I'll let you kind of dive into that because I know it's in front of you. But.
1: Yeah, so, well, Aiken's been on my to-do list for, for a long time. Um, so you've played nearby Palmetto mm-hmm. Golf Club before. Which is awesome, and, as I mentioned, yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, we are near Augusta, Georgia. <clears throat> so a lot of people know... Aiken because of its proximity to Augusta and the fact that it's a pretty popular place to play golf particularly during Masters Week. Correct. People will come here and they'll play Aiken and they'll play nearby Palmetto Golf Club. Aiken is public. Palmetto is private. um, But open
0: to the public during Masters Week. But open to
1: the public during Masters Week. And um, for the longest time, I've wanted to play Aiken. People have raved about it. Eric Anderslang did a video on it that I saw, and I've always wanted to play it. F- um, friends
0: who aren't necessarily architecture or like golf course history buffs have texted me after I, they saw I played it today and was like, "Oh my gosh, how was it? It's been on my to-do list. Yeah. Like yeah. stuff
1: like that. I mean, I post a lot on Instagram about courses I'm playing. After posting today about Aiken, I got two texts from very well-traveled golf people one being a head pro at a top club saying i've always wanted to get down there like is it worth just booking a trip and going yes yes absolutely yes it is is. yeah um so i'm gonna jump back now to a little bit of that history that, that, that ian mentioned um One of the things both of us noticed today is while on the course, you feel like you could be in the Pinehurst area. Very easily. Like, yeah. It, um, the course feels like a, um, kind of much more refined, much more polished, like Southern Pines Golf Club. Um, No, no shame there on Southern Pines. I could just use a little love. Another great Um, course. Feels like Mid Pines or Pine Needles almost. It's somewhere in between Southern Pines and Mid Pines, I think. Yes, and both of us kind of picked up on that, and and the whole area kind of feels like that. And the reason I bring that up right now is, uh, after reading a little bit more in depth about the history of the place, that connection between they can golf club and Pinehurst makes a lot more sense. So I'll jump into it. Um, the history dates back to 1912, a group of Aiken businessmen, um, design, or figured that they were going to build and develop a kind of hotel, uh, resort for winter guests, people coming down from the North to spend their winters down here. Um, that's kind of a theme with the town of Aiken as well. Right. Um, But the course opened uh, with 11 holes in 1912 and was kind of finished by about 1915. But the whole development of the hotel uh, was, uh, I guess, inspired by the Tufts family. And for those that don't know, um, Richard Tufts... I guess, really, I think the father was Richard Tufts as well. But Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, so Richard Tufts um, is the family that developed the whole Pinehurst area. Like you've heard
0: of the Tufts archives. The Tufts and, archives
1: are right there in, right. in Pinehurst Village. But the Tufts family was a key influence on building Aiken Golf Club and kind of what they did here in Aiken. Um, so the history goes that... Uh, an early pro named John Inglis um, expanded the course from 11 holes to 18 holes. And he had some interesting ties to Donald Ross and he had seen a lot of interesting golf courses before. Um, Jumping through the decades here, um, we go all the way through to uh, the city of Aiken owning the golf course. Eventually um, in kind of the late fifties, the city of Aiken decided to sell it to, a man named James McNair Singer, And if anyone who's been to Aiken Golf Club will have noticed a putting area, kind of a like a real grass putt-putt course. Which I waxed grailing on today, by the way. I just got destroyed. I, I could not get the speeds down. Yeah. Um, but if you look <laughs> over the putting course, there's a scoreboard there, and it says uh, James McNair Singer Memorial putting course right and and then as you start looking on the card you start seeing that mcnair name everywhere james mcnair jr is the head pro and then as you read even more um mcnair jr has done a lot of work on the course and done a lot of restoration work Mm -hmm. and kind of uh, given it that um uh, waste area, Pinehurst kind of Ross feel, right? Like that golden age feel.
0: And he, I think he knows the course better than
1: anyone because he I think he has the course record. He has the course record. Right? Eh? And, and sorry, <laughs> this, I'm, I'm this jumping is, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. This is interesting because today, as we were kind of walking down to the first tee after checking in and kind of paying our greens fees, uh, the guy behind the the uh, till popped his head out the door and, and and yelled down to Ian, hey, guys, somebody shot 60 yesterday. No pressure. No pressure. And Ian then proceeded to say, like, don't worry, you know, the, the record's safe with us. And the guy didn't really say anything. And I wasn't
0: wrong, by the way. We did not scratch. We,
1: we, we didn't even yeah, get close. No, but but um, the guy didn't say anything about the record, and he didn't say the record, you know. was well, 60, what, like. So you're thinking 60 must be the record. Uh, False. No, um, that is not right. Um, the record is held by one of the McNairs who shot 58 on the course. <laughs> That's just 58. like... 58. Now, what's interesting there, the course is kind of short. It's like 58, 58, something like that. Right. Par 70. But to shoot 58... there's is- crazy and it's like it's
0: like they're all you know short little pitch and putt holes either there's some there's some stout par fours there's some short par fours with you know really interesting greens that can deflect the ball like good features I, I think so like to shoot a 58 is like is absolutely a fantastic round of golf it's no like oh, it's a short course, you know, that's... A, not at know. all.
1: No, not and at all. Yeah. So you're kind of thrown into the round early because the first green and the 17th green are a single, huge, double green. Right. Um, and Which is so cool. Yeah, it, we actually stood on that green and took a ton of pictures when we were playing the first, and we took a ton of pictures when we were playing the 17th. Yes. Um, but the... the the round starts with that, and you realize, like, whoa, this is a double green in the middle of rural South Carolina, like right out the
0: gate, like a double right green, right out the gate, like not like, oh, it's like the seventh and you know fifteenth hole. It's like, no, it's like it's right out the gate. Like this is this is what you're
1: in for today, yeah. And so we we absolutely loved it, um, jumping into the round. You have uh, a kind of good use of these sandy waste areas that you've similar to what you find down in Pinehurst so, yeah. you know, bring that, to bring that theme up again. Um, but also being, you know, having spent a ton of time and lived down here in South Carolina for a long time, I didn't expect all the elevation change. The, that, that's what shocked me the most too. There's I think. a ton of elevation change and for it being about 102 degrees and 90% humidity, you we felt wa- it. What well, we walked the course, and believe me, we felt every step of that elevation change. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so tell me your favorite hole on the course. And for those who have never played the course, picture this in your mind. For those who have played it, think back um on your round which which should you like best so
0: I, there is i mean this was kind of a tough question because there were a lot of holes that i really liked i, I like i'm a sucker for a good short par four with a good interesting green or good uh fairway contours or, or what have you but uh the eighth hole we we sit on the tee and of course we haven't been there before we didn't really ask uh ask around being like hey like what can we expect like any blind shots or anything like that which this wasn't really a blind shot but like you can't see the green from where you are but you can see the ninth hole par 3 in the distance so we are like looking at the card and double
1: checking like and I think it said three thirty, six, three, yeah. like 340 350 yeah. something like that and we're thinking that green out there is probably 485
0: 500 yards wide. right and, and like it's really uphill because we could, it sits on this cliff and we're like not cliff but like a bluff um, yep. in the background we're like there's no way like. but obviously the fairway's in front of you're like alright We'll just trust the card and hit you know a three wood two you know 230 240 yard shot um and go from there so we're like all right so we hit the fairway and you you kind of walk up and crest the hill and there's this awesome little green complex with kind of a yep. railroad tie bunker short um two bunkers short left a, a great little and we're like okay this makes a lot more sense so you have this blind ish, you can't see the green tee shot Um, and and then then a short little, like
1: flick down the hill wedge to a little really well bunkered green.
0: Right. Which I ended up messing up, but it was still like, (laughs) that's no, like stuff like that. I, I love, um, I I thought it was a great hole, uh, and kind of the deception to to quote like Andy Johnson and Zach Blair layers, yes layers, man. Like, and so we were just like, we, we didn't really see it from the tee. Um, but we're like, wow, okay, this is really, really cool. Uh, so that was, I think if I had to pick a favorite hole, that'd be mine. But So
1: for those that don't know what layers means, kind of explain Sorry, yeah, that. I didn't really yeah. preface that. Yeah, no, um, Explain it oh, to yeah, us. Oh, yeah, yeah, So just kind of
0: looking in these vistas and seeing these, you know, multiple. Uh, multiple you know, holes in a row. Right. And features just, in a row. And, um, and like as far as the eye yeah, can
1: see almost. And yes. kind of
0: having these. These these different elements stacked on top of one another in the background as you're playing. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, (laughs) and and, you know, a lot of that comes back to the idea of having a fairly open course, um, without kind of tons of tree lined fairways where you can look across holes and from different angles, you know, one green is kind of backed by another green. And yeah, layers is kind of a perfect way to put it. And you you notice it in a lot of kind of good golf course photography where the 17th green almost looks like it's stacked on top of the the first. See that sort of thing. Exactly.
0: And actually, Andy, uh, I'm thinking about it. Andy Johnson of the fried egg did a whole, um, feature on Aiken or I, at least he did he
1: took pictures drone footage and stuff like that so he's big on it like so I I, the, it's those in the know like this place and that's one reason that I've wanted to get down here for so long same and yeah. you know now that we've seen it um, we,
0: uh, <laughs> we we drank the Kool-Aid that, as well for sure for, right, so what was your favorite hole sorry well
1: I before I get into my favorite let's take a quick break and get a word from our season sponsors My favorite holes on the course, now notice what I did there.
0: I know this is going to be. Holes, plural.
1: Yeah. Are the 14th and 15th, two drivable holes. Um, First is uh, par four about 260, second is par four about 280. And, um, which is like
0: kind of weird, just really quickly, back-to-back, kind of short drivable back Back-to-back, short fours. drivable par fours. But it could be more different, I think. Yeah,
1: two very different yeah. looks and different fields. One's slightly uphill, one is decidedly downhill. Right. And um, depending on the elements, it could be good birdie opportunities, could be kind of tough. I benefited today from that good old thing where you don't know which hazards are out there And I kind of swung a little freer because of it. Yeah. But for instance, on the 14th, I hit a driver up there onto the green. Once I got up onto the green, I saw slopes that could very easily carry your ball down into collection areas on the left. I saw slopes and bunkers on the right and thought, man, had I known that that this was up here, I would not have been able to hit that shot that I just hit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So and a sloping green that said made the eagle putt for what 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 is that four Sableford points (laughs) yeah yeah
0: i'm i got some got some points to make up the next three rounds but we're gonna do it we'll be all right We'll, we'll keep you posted on that
1: but uh yeah so next hole another drivable par four downhill Pretty blind. You, you kind of hit down this valley, and you can just make out the top of the, the flag. It's just enticing enough for you to be like, hey, you can rip Driver or yeah.
0: whatever here.
1: And I, I hit Driver there. up there into a greenside bunker. Um, he it a long way, guys. We get it. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we get it, <laughs> Um, But as I got up there, I realized that about 30 yards short of the green is this... this kind of deep cut in the fairway almost like a little ditch valley sort of thing and in it is is rough and i think it's i think it was made to like kind of
0: catch these like running exactly
1: you couldn't hit one like 250 and run it up there so my driver would be in that essentially if (laughs) i had a driver yeah you've got to carry it up there and then if you carry it up there that brings in bunkers and slopes and thick rough and it, it it's pretty darn tough but once you're standing on the tee with no real clue what's up there and you can just let it fly "Eh." yeah you got to take advantage of that while you can you know
0: absolutely yeah um and i think that's the you know like i said the the pin you can see that just the top is just enticing enough you're like Oh yeah, like it's go time. Like especially like to watch you, you know, (laughs) hit, like and just uh, you hit your tee shot. I was like, oh my gosh, like that. That's
1: gonna be good. And and we saw it bounce. Yeah,
0: right, kick into the bunker. But But, you know,
1: oh well, yeah, that's what happens. Um, At the time, didn't know there was a bunker there. There you go. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but um, so those were some of our favorites. I, I think the biggest theme from the day that that I found very cool green complexes with a lot of slope and a lot of undulation. Um, and
0: not overly quick either, which I think no, a lot they, of they, yeah. overly contour greens, like people fall into the trap of like, Oh, they need to be quick. But
1: like a little D- bit of these bl- today would have beaten the daylights out of us. Had they been quick? Cause you know, they still often, did. Like they still did. Yeah. And they weren't super fast and we actually enjoyed our round a lot more because of it. For sure. So kudos yeah. to the superintendent uh, and kind of green staff um, for sure at Aiken yeah. because had they been, you know, 11, 12, even 13s maybe, on the stump, maybe it, nine it, or it would have just like, been like really, really, really tough and not very fun. Right. So we had a great day. We really enjoyed it. Um, I, one last interesting fact about the course is the 18th is a par three. And behind the green is the clubhouse. And both of us kind of low-key thought the clubhouse was one of the most, uh, kind of charming parts of, of the course. Oh, absolutely. It looked, yeah. Kind of thought that, that it looked almost like it belonged in the, the Austrian Alps or something. Right. Like
0: in Bavaria or something yeah. like,
1: yeah. And it, um, Everyone was very friendly. Uh, had we been there, not finishing in the evening, we definitely would have had lunch in the grill and watched some players tee off and and play the putting course. And we, For sure. uh, yeah, we, we just had a great day. And we really highly recommend uh, getting out to Aiken at some point. the The town of Aiken is very very charming as well. We we spoke about it a little bit in the South Carolina road trip episode. So check that out. But long story short, um, Aiken is this kind of antebellum Southern town that has really not changed a ton. A lot of the original kind of pre civil war buildings remain. Yeah. We're staying in a hotel right now called the Wilcox Inn. um, that has not changed since then and, and wasn't burnt down or destroyed during the Civil War, which is pretty rare. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um,
0: highly recommend it. Um, and when, while you're here, play Aiken Golf Club. It's like, I think we paid $30, $30, 30 bucks. To, to
1: walk 18. Yeah. And in hindsight, looking on the website, we definitely paid the cart fee as well. Uh, I that's think that's fine. I, I they can have my, yeah, you know, but, that but, extra They can have it. I, I think we, we both, uh, sweated out. <laughs> it put pretty much everything that, uh, it, well, we got in a good workout. It's a cheaper than an orange theory class. That's for sure. Yeah, actually, that's a great way. To, great way yeah. to think about it. We basically did a few orange theory classes. Today. Pretty
0: much. Like that's why I'm going to justify it. And then we're going to have a few beers <laughs> and then we'll be like, all right, well, it kind of evens <laughs> out, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah. So with that, let's wrap up a, a fairly short episode here um, Go to Aiken Golf Club. Yeah, seriously, guys. Aiken Golf Club yeah. was terrific and hope to be back at some point. I, I'd love to play it again in the winter. Yeah, for <laughs> when sure. It's not quite as hot. May, hey, maybe the first week in April. Maybe even the first week in April. Yeah. So with that, we'll wrap it up. Um, for those who want more content from us, check out linksmagazine.com. Um, once you're there, you can sign up for our e-magazine links digital. You can sign up for the print magazine, subscribe to the print magazine. Um, you can, you can sign up for our emails, newsletters. Um, but if you really want kind of the man on the ground feel, you ought to be following us on social media. We were posting all day today about our round putting stuff up on stories, putting up some interesting, uh, posts from the course. We are at links magazine everywhere. Instagram is where we give kind of the most man on the ground feel, but highly recommend it. Um, and with that, Ian, I I think we'll, we'll wrap this one up and, uh, and we'll be back for another episode next week. For sure.